place is Dudes Who Bet Sports. Dudes Who Bet Sports, it's your favorite show. Dudes Who Bet Sports, where degenerates go. Dudes Who Bet Sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, Associated Press is full of shit. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Dudes Who Bet Sports show. We've got a kind of a special start to the show today. Doing a little bit something different, something we usually don't do. Usually on this show, we go through the scores, uh, see what we got right, what we got wrong. But we're actually going to do a segment to open off the show talking about OU football because it's kind of an emergency situation for us, is it not? Well, yes. I think uh, emergency fits the... uh... I think that's a very good word to use here. Uh, wow. A train wreck, uh, dumpster fire, all of the cliches you can think of that's negative apply uh, right now. It is a total mess down there. It's been a long time since somebody has told me this, but I was out, and this is a true story. I was out walking in my neighborhood uh, today, wife and I, and I had on OU. I'm not going to abandon OU. And uh, a guy yeah. that I've never spoke to, I've, I've waved maybe at, he stopped me. He goes, I can't believe you're still wearing that. Yeah, I mean, and that yeah. felt a lot like 1998 oh, uh, yeah. when I was a sophomore in high school and I had an OU shirt on and people didn't know what that was. So, yeah. you know, that's like kind of back there. Yeah, and that, you know, having you and I been a huge part of running a sporting goods store, can you imagine the loss of money those uh, OU gift shops are going to take this year with this team? Because if OU football is bad, they don't buy anything down there. So there's going to be stuff hanging all over the place if they don't get this turned around. And uh, oh, it's it, it's really bad. Well, let's get right into it. A, couple, a question that kind of popped up, and we'll get to that one here in just a second. But let's let's get into it for sure, uh, because it, I don't know where to begin, but we're going to try. Oklahoma now three and three has been defeated fifty-five to twenty-four uh, two weeks ago to TCU, and then forty-nine to nothing. The unthinkable gets shut out in the Texas game. Forty-nine nothing lost to Texas. Oklahoma, the only team in Division One football that did not score a point last week, uh, and this is a team that has been historically one of the best offenses year after year in the country. Where do you start? I mean, if well, you can identify what is the the biggest problem, I don't know that you can identify just one problem. Where where do you begin with this? Well, I was going to let you let you rant, and then I was going to be the voice of reason here. But since you're asking me right off, well. The- I'll start with this. Let me go over how bad this is in terms of Vegas betting odds, because this is a betting show first and foremost. foremost. And this tweet was unbelievable. Uh, Bill Connolly from ESPN tweeted this out today. Eddie Rodosevich retweeted it uh, uh, from a big Oklahoma uh, media member. The largest underachievement versus the spread in a three-game span for the last 30 years Oklahoma is number five. They've underachieved by 98 points. That's fifth most in a 30-year span uh, since they've been doing this. The article kind of talked about why Oklahoma is favored against Kansas. It's because the line makers can't fathom slash keep up with how bad Oklahoma has underachieved. How about this? Largest underachievement versus the spread in a three-game span for a first-year head coach in the last 30 years. Brent Venables ranks fourth on this list with 98 points under achievement. Um, the other coaches, Turner Gill at Kansas was number one. 
Brian Knorr at Ohio, Vic Koning at Wyoming, and then the fifth place uh, guy was Paul Wolf uh, from Washington State. Of course, the other guys surrounding Brent Vittles on this list considered uh, tremendously uh, disastrous hires and were fired. Mm-hmm. I mean, can you even? Can you even? I mean, how do you even put that into context? This is a guy that has a pedigree that was. I mean, he is ready to be a head coach by all all yeah. all intensive purposes, right? Yeah, and. This is where we're at. I know. Uh, and those guys you just named, I can only, I've only heard of one of them. And I'm a big time college football guy. And Turner Gill yeah. is the only one. That- well, Paul Wolf came in at Washington State. He inherited a very bad situation. Yeah. Most- I mean, Turner Gill at Kansas, you know what that was. Well, all of those guys, those are, those are horrible jobs. Exactly. And that's the other thing that, that, that stands out. Kansas, Ohio, Wyoming, Washington State. The number six coach on this list was Temple. This yeah. isn't where Oklahoma no. This is not where Oklahoma belongs. No. Uh, okay. Now, to be fair, and this is, this is one of the only legitimate excuses we have. We played the last six and a half quarters without our quarterback. Yeah. And 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 so that is a, an excuse that's legitimate because we don't have anything behind him. So we've been outscored approximately 70 to 7 in the last six and a half quarters without a quarterback mm-hmm. because we cannot move the ball. And if you can't move the ball, you're going to get beat. And you're going to get slaughtered when you don't have a defense. So – yeah, to answer Dennis's question, the biggest problem short term with Oklahoma right now, their quarterback got got a concussion, Dylan Gabriel, and he we have literally nobody behind him. No, we don't. So you go six and a half quarters with no chance to move the ball. That's you're not gonna beat anybody. You're not. Mm-hmm. So that's part of the problem. We said last Monday on this show, if he didn't play, we had no chance Saturday. Mm-hmm. And I think because we're OU fans, you know, you never think you have no chance. But if there was ever a game when you didn't have a chance, it was this one. So I throw the Texas game out, but I can't throw the fact they can't compete at all. I cannot throw that out. And then there's underlying questions that I'm sure we're going to get into. You want to get into the quarterback situation first? Let's yeah, since we brought that up, let's talk about this uh, problem here at quarterback. Okay, Oklahoma. Listen, if you looked, if you watched college football last weekend, there there were backup quarterbacks all over the country that played. Some of them played very well. Yeah. Some of them didn't play all that well. None of them looked like us. That is a hundred percent fact. Yes. He had the worst quarterback in the country play for us on Saturday. And honestly, I feel terrible for, for Davis Bevel because he was not prepared by the coaches to play the game. He was given no game plan to excel whatsoever. He He's not a good quarterback, fact. But he, he was given no chance in this game by the coaching oh. staff. For those of you that didn't watch it, he, they, okay, and you've seen Oklahoma, and you know what their offense is. With Dylan Gabriel, they're fine offensively. They're not great as they have been, not as good as they have yeah. been, but they're fine. They throw the ball. They're innovative. They can score. 
Mm-hmm. They throw the ball downfield. They didn't let this kid do anything. Nothing. They never. They, their game plan was run the wildcat. That's the only way they moved the ball. They didn't allow him to throw the ball. They didn't allow him to do anything. He was just standing there. He was just a figurehead. He was just the quarterback in name only. Mm-hmm. So they put him in a situation. That it, it was a crime what they did to this kid. Now, let's look at the quarterbacks that they have. This kid was third. First of all, let's back up. There are three quarterbacks that are starting for Division I teams right now that Oklahoma had. And this is not Brent Venable's fault. This isn't anybody's fault. The coaching change caused a lot of this. Mm -hmm. Ayla Williams is starting for USC. Okay, USC is what? Six, ranked number six, I think, in the country, and they're rolling. We would be better with Caleb Williams, no question. Yeah. Spencer Rattler is at South Carolina. Okay, so we lost him. Not that he's great, but he's better than what we have as a backup right now. And Tanner Mordecai is the quarterback at SMU. He's 150 times better than what we have now. Yeah. Of the transfer portal and all that, these guys are not hanging around. They're leaving. So we lost all – we didn't lose Mordecai last year. We lost him the year before. But we lost Williams. We lost Rattler. So this staff fortunately came in and could get Dylan Gabriel. Who is a he's a good quarterback. He's not the problem. I don't care what anybody says, he's not the problem. I think that's very clear now that we've seen the team without him. Yeah, he's I don't think anybody's not not liking Dylan Gabriel right now. Right, he's fine. Yeah. He's not as good as what we've had, but very few are. But if you have a good team, you can win with him. He's not the problem. All right. So you get Davis Bevel, who started against Texas. He was the third string quarterback at Pitt. And he played in the bowl game at Pittsburgh and played very well last year when Pickett got hurt. All right. Then you've got the number one quarterback in JUCO as far as passing yards. I know this isn't Texas isn't junior college, but you he threw for over 5,000 yards. That's pretty good. The kid knows how to throw the ball. He's a JUCO quarterback. He's third string. Our fourth-string guy is a four-star recruit from Texas who was going to Florida, and then when the coaching change happened here and in and in Florida, he ended up coming to Oklahoma, and everybody raves about how talented he is. Okay, he so there's our four quarterbacks. We start a guy and give him zero game plan to succeed. Is that the best we have to put out there? That's that is an issue. The, you know? This was the first time it became clear to me that Lincoln Riley is much better than than a lot of offensive coordinators. No doubt. Because I, now with Lincoln leaving, the thing I, I hated about it the most is, is losing Caleb Williams and yeah. others, but Caleb Williams was the was a big one. But this this game plan showed me that yeah, we really took for granted what Lincoln Riley could get out of a quarterback because what Riley would do he would he would surround the offense and and create the offense around the quarterback uh, back strengths right he didn't just say well this guy's not very good so we'll just do whatever no he would say okay what are you good at okay this is what you're good at we're just going to do that and when they stop it and we have to go somewhere else maybe you can't execute it 
Right. I guarantee you he would have got more out of this quarterback. Well, what they did to Davis Bevel could be considered abuse. This was a, I mean, this was sad. And this is the first time I've watched an OU game since the 90s and looked and felt sorry for the players because they were given no chance to succeed in a game. They put him in a chance to fail. He had no no other alternative. And when you don't ask the quarterback to do anything, anybody can play quarterback. I mean, I mean, it's, he was just out there to hand the ball off. You can't tell me this kid does nothing well. There's something he can do. Absolutely. There has to be one thing, at least, the kid can do. Yeah. So he can't be this bad. There's no way. I know. It, 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 was, it was absolutely pathetic. Yeah. Now, I'm going to say this. If Dylan Gabriel had played, we would not have beat Texas. It's as simple as they no. were. We would not have beat them. We're that leads us to the next thing. We're not as good as we have been. We're yeah. just not. But here's the problem: you can take. I listen. After the Kansas State loss, they lost by a touchdown. They battled. They were. It was a very competitive game. Came down to the last possession. Absolutely. I mean, I walked out of the stadium and people were bitching, and I looked at you and I said, "We, we weren't as good as them." Not that their night. guys made plays. Our guys didn't. Right. They were better than us. They were. That's what's going to happen a lot this year. Yeah. We're not as talented, and and we're going to have to play really, really well to win games. Right. And Kansas State playmakers played great, and ours were average. But the last two weeks has been a disaster of epic proportions. That 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 went out the window. Yeah. Even with Dylan Gabriel, they would have got annihilated at TCU. They didn't show up. No, they didn't show up. They're not playing hard. They're busting assignments. They act like they have no clue what they're doing. The head coach is over there looking like deer in headlights. I don't care what anybody says. He looks like he has no answers for what's going on. No. Again, if we went to TCU and got beat 38 to 24 and played hard, if we went down to the Cotton Bowl and got beat even 45 to 24, let's say, I would not be panicked because we're not we're not that good talent wise i've been telling people that from the start but why are the why is the team quitting and why do they not know what they're doing that is the big question they've quit now let's zero back three weeks ago okay this is the other mystery to me the first three weeks of the season they were precise they were a little shaky on offense and, and, and you know, they struggled just a little bit on offense. Their defense was right where they were. I know we weren't playing great teams, okay? But these three teams that we beat would not – we would not beat now. I, I'll go – I don't think we would. I don't know. I, I don't – I think it would be closer games for sure. Let's the way these kids are playing right now, I don't think we would beat them. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. We, I don't. Well, listen, I don't think we would beat anybody right now. No, right now we would not. Yeah. All right. So I don't care what anybody says. And I'll argue with this till I'm blue in the face. You don't go to, and I'm going to make this statement too after I say this. You don't go to Nebraska with 78,000 people screaming at you. I don't care how bad Nebraska is and beat them as bad as Oklahoma beat them if you don't have talent. Yeah. They drilled them, and I'm going to say this right now. They ain't nobody going to beat them worse in Lincoln than we did. 
Well, I mean, they're my Ohio State, Michigan teams like that are capable. They, they play them though this year. Well, I'm just saying there are teams that are, there are many teams capable of beating Nebraska like that. But yes, but nobody else on their schedule will do it. No, no. So I don't care what anybody said. They looked like a complete football team. They went up there and did what a good football team does. Yeah. Go on the road in front of a hostile crowd and beat the crap out of somebody. So when they left there, everybody thought this Oklahoma team is solid. Joel Klatt, who is a commentator for Fox, com- uh, has a podcast, and, and, and he was so high on Oklahoma after that game. The guy knows what he's talking about. He saw them. Yeah. They were impressive. He knows Nebraska's not very good, but he saw how they dismantled them. Yeah. So what happens? They lose a game, and that's it? The Kansas State game wasn't an it was kind of an embarrassing loss because it was at home and it's Oklahoma, but Kansas State played great that night. Mm-hmm. It happens and they got beat. What happened? Where has that team gone? Yeah. Because, like you say, when Gabriel was playing at TCU, they were getting the crap beat out of them. Yeah. Uh, honestly, Gabriel going out at TCU actually made that score closer. And you might think, well, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. TCU quit playing in the third quarter. They did. TCU had 55 points in the third quarter and then stopped. They were very friendly to us. They let up, just like Texas did Saturday. Yeah, Texas could have scored 60 for sure. But if Gabriel would have played, it would have been more like 70 to 35. Right. So, So, again – that Our question is, yeah. After and I heard another guy today who knows what he's talking about, Teddy Lehman, who played at OU, yeah, made the comment that that defense for the first three weeks of the season, he's a defensive guy, was as solid as he'd seen an Oklahoma team play defense in a long time, and he meant that by the fact they're where they're supposed to be. Yeah, you know the talent level has changed. We're playing better teams, but suddenly. He now is saying they're not in the right place. They don't know what they're doing. They're they're blowing coverages. They're lining up wrong. Yeah. Why? Even even the Kansas State game they lost. Mo, I'm not going to say all the time, but 80 percent of the time they weren't. They were right there. They just they weren't quite good enough at times to make plays. But they weren't. You can't watch a K State game and go, "Wow, they absolutely had no clue what they were doing." Yeah. Yeah. And and now they do. They they're blowing coverages. They're not. I mean, people are gashing them. They're running the ball on them, and they yeah. that the even the poor Oklahoma teams could stop the run. Mm-hmm. Or Oklahoma defensive team. And Teddy Lehman knows defense, and he's, his comment is they're not in the right place. They're lining up wrong. They're doing everything wrong. Why? Why suddenly have they lost their minds on defense? They're doing the same thing. And then a lot of excuses are, well, they got a whole bunch of new players, blah, 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 blah. We've been, we're six games into the season. Yeah. You don't know what you're doing six games into the season? Yeah. Come on. Well, it has to be asked, and, and, and uh, Mike brought it up almost immediately when we got on the air. Would you go one and done with Venables? What if it meant getting Matt Rule? I don't really know about the Matt Rule thing. 
But let's examine what's happening here with Venables. And I think the only, I don't think you can answer that question until we see the rest of the season. Right. So this looks a lot like the 96, 97, and 98 OU team, the last two games I'm talking about. Yes. The comparisons are there and they're glaring and they're not, they're not, I mean, it's fair to say it. It's, it is. You know, Aaron, the 98 team, which was Blake's last year at OU, they read through the scores of those games. Mm -hmm. They lost six. They were five and six. They were close. I know. They didn't get blown out by hardly anybody. This is a far worse. This is the war since Blake's first year. It's bad. And and John Blake was not ready to be a head coach. Brent Venables was ready to be a head coach. I mean, Brent Venables' resume yeah. is like American Pharaoh versus a claimer, John. Yeah, Blake. there's a huge difference. But the Blake similarities and... in this are oh, yeah. eerie. They're awful. Their yeah. offense is a mess. Once one starter goes out, it all falls apart. You got a you got a former head coach sitting there going, "Don't worry about it. He needs time. He needs time." Just like Barry Switzer back in the day was saying, "Don't worry about it. John Blake's going to get going. Don't yeah. worry about it. Needs time." It feels so much the same. And again, I, I, a, there's a take going around the OU media right now, and I love 99% of the OU media, but it does make me cringe when they say. You guys didn't experience the 90s, you people that are complaining. That's the exact opposite. I remember the 90s, oh, and man. I remember what it looked like, and you I'm know, scared because this looks exactly like it. Yeah, it, it does. It it does, except it is early. Now, okay, this is – and this is yeah, – well, the, the difference is this. We've played three games – Oh, you look like a real football game, three yeah. games, and they haven't three games. Blake, they always look like shit. Do the, I know? Blake, Blake's yeah. teams always look terrible. Always. And, and remember, and again, I'm going to keep harping on this. We played six and a half quarters without an offense. So this is the key to the Venables game is the key. The next six games, right? Because it's well, not fair to judge Venables on the season at three and three right now. No, 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 no. The next six games are the key to the yep. answer to the question. I'm telling you right now, they are going to have to make a change if this continues. They, oh, they're not going to have a choice. Now, you got when you're in a situation, you got to go one game at a time. You can't Absolutely. look at things. So I never thought I'd say this. This is the biggest game in a long, long time that didn't result in any kind of rec- – for the record or for the playoffs or anything. Yeah. Oklahoma this game Saturday. Yeah. If they can somehow piece it together and win this game Saturday, they can take a deep breath. They got next week off. And then we'll see what happens. And I don't think they beat Kansas. I from what I saw the last two weeks, I don't I don't think they do. Mm-hmm. I, I think Kansas will dice them. I think they'll kill them often. I don't think they can stop them. Now Oklahoma's going to score some points, but this is—we're going to find out a lot this week uh, about them. And you know, I've been sitting around thinking, and I've—I've I've been in situations where it looks hopeless. And a lot of times, well, when you don't have any players, it is hopeless. So you sit around and you try to think, what can you do? Oh, you still got players. There's still talent there. There's good enough players to beat Kansas. 
Okay, you know we got more talent than they do. I'm gonna say I'm gonna tell you this right now. There's no excuse to lose to Kansas. No, there's not. We have much better players. Right. So today, here's what needed to be done. They didn't know they didn't need to even put their pads on today. There should have been meetings with him, and then you break up into positions and you talk it out. Mm-hmm. Hawk it out. It would have been much more beneficial to do that. To, I don't know what they did to do that today than anything else. You air it out. You talk to them. You tell them, here's what's left. It's up to you, boys. Yep. You figure it out. We're going to coach you better. We're still behind you. We got a long season ahead of us. If you think it's bad now, you lay an egg the rest of the season and see where it's at. Yeah, it's up to you. If you want to toss it in, toss it in. You're done if you do, because we're not going to put up with you anymore. And you just lay it on the line to them, and you let them bitch at you. Even you know, you just tell them what's wrong. What can we do better? Yeah, me, that's the best thing you could have done today. You don't need to practice now. You don't need to do that. Air it out. Let them know. You know. What is what's going on? Because this game is humongous. You know, I'm looking forward to going Saturday. I don't know about you, but I am. Yeah, in a sense of we're I am I really truly believe we're gonna know if this is gonna work or not by what happens after this. And I, I'm not even gonna judge them on wins or losses, even though they, they need to get wins, but do they do they try? And th- listen, yeah. that if if the fans and you and I are the same are going to the game and thinking about, huh, wonder if they'll try today. That's horrific. It is. If we have to question whether the team will show up and try, and it's a fair assessment, that's that is. It will be bad, in my opinion. I can't even during the Blake era. They tried. They really did. Most of the time. They had no coaching. They had no direction. Yeah. And they usually put up a decent effort. They just didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. So it was exactly what this team looks like. If you don't know what you're doing on defense, and it's the same starters that have been out there from day one, Mm -hmm. and you're busting coverages, and you don't know where you're supposed to be, you're either defying the coaches – and doing exactly what you want to do, no matter what the play call is, or you're poorly coached and you can't think and you can't do what you're supposed to do. And either way is wrong, and you got to make changes. Yep. And look, Dennis makes a good point. Some coordinators, no matter how much it looks like they're ready, they they don't they don't come to fruition as far as a head coach. They don't become great head coaches. Well, they don't. They don't. And, Here's the deal. A lot of people in Oklahoma want to get mad at you for questioning. Maybe he can't do it. You know, a lot of fans. There's no there's no proof that he can. That's no. where I'm at. And all I can go off are the six games I've seen. Yes. And the results these last two weeks are unacceptable. And a lot of OU fans and some media members, too, are acting like, well, if you're questioning him, you're not a real fan. And that's crazy. Oh, you have to question him. I'm not an idiot. 
is, is how I would reply to that. I am a real fan. Yeah, I will be in the stadium Saturday at 11 o'clock in the morning yeah, when they play five hour drive. Yeah, it's drive five hours for what, what the 158th time. So don't say that, hey, you're questioning this team. You're not a loyal fan. Bullshit. You know yeah. what? I bet we're one of about 60,000 people that actually show up Saturday. I don't expect that. It depends on the weather. I think on the weather. Ah, we'll see. Um, but yeah, another problem, and this could be a problem with Venables. Maybe he, maybe his style of coaching, it doesn't work right now with these with these kind of players. I wondered, and I was going to get to this because uh, Rodney's right. They cannot. The kids now cannot take criticism. No, and I don't know that he's that way, Rodney. But he's got a lot of hokey rules. Mm-hmm. Kind of Mickey Mouse stuff that's really good when you're winning. When you're losing, those goofy little sayings that he has and stuff, you can't fool these kids. You yeah. can't fool them. And that shit doesn't fly when you're losing. They'll look at they behind your back, they'll go, oh, yeah, it's mental Monday. Wow. What's that doing for us? You know, and it looks good when you're winning, mm-hmm. but when you're losing, of course, when you're losing, nothing looks good. So yeah, it's it's a problem. I, I I do think there's something going on. They're tuning him out, or they're not. I think so too, too. They're buying into everything. Yeah, but they're not really believing it. There's yeah. one other thing that I and I don't really have anything to compare this to, but I I. I think this is kind of interesting. Uh, of the last four recruiting classes, mm-hmm. okay, which would be all of Lincoln's, I guess, they've signed 106 players, okay? 106 players in those four recruiting classes. 34 guys have transferred. 34 out of 106. That's one out of every three that yeah. you recruited has, has transferred. And that may be the case everywhere now. I don't have anything to compare this to. Anyway, they only have 50 players left out of those 106. And I think that's pretty low. I, I would have to think that's pretty low. So 50 out of 106, 106 players that were recruited in the last four years are left, and only 29 of those are on the two-deep roster. That means 21 of the 50 aren't even on the first or second team. Now, that suggests we are a little lacking in talent. So here's the problem. And that is a problem for sure, but here's kind of the rebuttal. There's a lot of first-year coaches probably dealt with worse hands and are doing just fine. That's the problem. Now, did they not? Go after the portal as aggressively as they should. Well, their portal players, they don't have any contributors that they got from the portal, with the exception of Gabriel. So, did he not think the portal was that important? And either that, yeah, that's possible, uh, or he didn't believe in going out and getting these guys. Well, you think uh, Oklahoma could get some players? Is that an outdated thing to think? I don't want people in the portal because they left their school and all that BS. Yeah, I think. It is a a legitimate 
question. Did I? Say we got guys from Wyoming. We got guys from Hawaii. We got guys from Tulane. Uh, we got third string quarterback from Pittsburgh. Uh, so they didn't get guys. We didn't exactly go out and get great players. The only players I can think of that we've gotten from the portal since this all all started that have really played any is Eric Gray and the quarterback that we have this year. Mm-hmm. Can you think of anybody else? Let's stop fan. I, I can't. The portal wasn't quite in vogue during Riley's. No, time. It, it just kind of started. Yeah, transfer but, portal is the worst thing that happened, especially when you have a coach that doesn't believe in getting players out of it. And yeah. that's why you look at the roster and it's like, uh oh, don't no, we don't have any depth. We're not in and they don't they don't have any depth. Now that could be a first year coach mistake. Yes, that's incorrect. Yes. Okay. I think we need to kind of maybe wrap this up by saying, number one, it, he has coached under three Hall of Fame coaches. Yep. Uh, was part of the uh, transformation at Kansas State under Snyder. Was part of the transformation at Oklahoma under Stoops. And Clemson wasn't very good when he went there with Dabo. Stoops is in the Hall of Fame, Snyder's in the Hall of Fame, and Dabo Sweeney will be in the Hall of Fame. This guy has been around the best, and he knows how to coach. There's no question. Yeah. And you said something a while ago, too, about a coordinator or somebody did in the chat. If you guys think that Venables isn't control of that defense, you're crazy. So they're not listening to him. No, it was you'd think a defensive coordinator might make might not make a, a good head coach, which is true. Saying a coordinator in general, if he's great, does not mean he's supposed to be a good head coach. Was the no. yeah. but if this guy fails, it's not Oklahoma's fault for thinking he could coach. No, I thought he could coach for sure. Yeah. yeah. Uh listen, I did not know to what degree right. of success he would have. Uh, right. I said I told you that. I said, yeah. I don't know how good he's gonna be. I never dreamed it would be like this. I meant like he might be an eight and four, nine and three type. Well, be on. Maybe he still will be this year, but. Oh, I think if they go six and six and kind of be competitive in these last six games, he's passed a little bit of a test. It's enough to give him one more year. Yeah. Yes. You have to do that. I think I, I don't see a coaching change coming unless they, Continue to get beat 50 to nothing every game. Then there will be some changges. Yeah. There's going to be some big changes. Dennis uh, makes a good point here, and this is a problem. He's comparing him to a to a Kenny McPeak. It's like, yeah, throw in a horse. We don't know if he's going to show up or not. Kind of the same. I like I, it. That, it. That's very good. And it's, all of this is is legit. And it's there's just – I think the, the, the biggest questions are – and, again, I keep going back to the Nebraska game. And you have to admit, down deep, you thought this team was going to be okay after that Nebraska game. I thought they would definitely be a 9-3, and 10-2 type team. Right, which is all we were really looking for this year. 8-4 yeah. would have been okay if we were playing hard and showing improvement. Yeah. What has happened? That's number one. What has happened to where they have dropped off to non-competitive on defense? Now, they obviously were not ready to play at TCU. That's on the coach. Because Oklahoma teams in the past, under Riley and Stoops, have lost tough games and bounced back the next week and played great. Yeah. 
and this team tanked it. And uh, even with Gabriel, had he not got hurt, they weren't going to win that game. And I don't know. But I do think having him on the field Saturday is going to make a huge difference in the entire team. Yeah, no doubt. You can't fool kids. You cannot fool kids. They knew the game plan offensively at Texas, and they knew they weren't going to win that game. Yeah, they're not stupid. These you can't fool these kids. When you come out and all you're going to do is run the ball, and you got a quarterback that's a stick back there, and all he does is stand there. They're looking around, going, "What the hell's going on?" They're not even giving us a chance to win this game. Yeah. You know, so. Rodney hit it right on the head. He's a thousand, a million, a billion percent right, whatever number you want to throw at it. And, and this it's why USC is who they are right now. They attacked the portal. They got great players from the portal, mm-hmm. and they flipped just like that. They did. You they, watch that USC team now. They got players all over the field. They do. He yeah. inherited a horrific roster. He did. All their players left, too. It didn't yeah. matter. He went out and got kids. He went he out and got players. He did. And he, 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 he zeroed in on the most important position. This is he not. Quarterback. Yeah. Then he got a great running back. He got the wide receiver yeah. from Pitt and filled in with yeah. other guys and turned it around. And he's in, you know, his schedule's set up for him well also. Yeah. And they're playing very well defensively. And uh, they look great. And they have players. They've got them. And and (laughs) that's the thing. You know, you have to have them. You have to have players. On offense, we've got enough. We have enough. We're not great, but we have enough. players on offense. Yeah. On defense, it is so obvious we are too small and too slow. We're so slow. But, you know, they said all too small. I just have to chuckle. All off season, we're huge. We've gotten so much bigger and so much stronger. They're still too small, though. So They're just – they're weak. They're weak. And, again, Venables didn't go get anybody. And so that's just it. It's like, oh, we're we're not very good. I just – A, I don't buy it. We got better players than what they're playing. B, it's 2022. That You can go get whoever you want. Go get them. Yeah. But, again – you don't have a backup – Go get a backup. If you don't have a lineman, right. go get one. That's something that he could have underestimated. And you got to give him a little slack on that. First year head coach, you can underestimate what that portal's all about. Maybe. You can. You can. We'll you see. Can. You can. And here's another thing. Once they got Gabriel, who else wanted to come in there and back him up? Because That's a problem. It was pretty well a given he was going to be the head quarter, uh, the starting quarterback, because him and the offensive coordinator had a history. Well, and they had no other quarterback, so and they tried to get Casey Thompson to come in, and once they got Gabriel Thompson, went to Nebraska because he didn't want to sit on the bench at Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. So now, listen, the backup quarterback and the offensive coordinator situation. I'm going to reluctantly get. I'm not going to throw the offensive coordinator in the bus. I mean, it was a horseshit thing that they tried to do Saturday, but and the, there's no way you, you could play a quarterback and not have any idea what to do with him. So, but again, I'm not forget it. Like if they come out and they play look good offensively the next six weeks with Gabriel, I'm not going to. Well, even though he should be 
roasted. I mean, yeah, I agree. What, okay, I'll just say it once. What they did Saturday was a goddamn joke. It was. It was. And some of his play calling, especially Eric Gray's pass, it's one of the worst. I one of the worst play calls I've ever seen. And and you know what? Honestly, if, go ahead. If you want to get the credibility of the players, because they knew it was a joke, those players knew they had no chance to win that game. Yeah, you tell them, guys, we screwed up. To go, yeah, to go down there, and in your mind, you thought that was the best way to win. That I have serious doubts about him, but if they, they if they rebound, because hey, his offense is going to have to win them games. Yeah. So, well, I'm going to reserve judgment on all of them till after this game Saturday, and that doesn't mean they necessarily have to win. That means they got to look good. They got to play their ass off. If they play their ass off and they get beat, okay, that's all right. I can handle it. But yeah. if they go down there and get beat 35 to 7, 35 14, 45 to 22, something in that, no, that's not good enough. Nope. Agreed. All right. Rodney's asking about UCLA. So let's Wait. move on to something else. Final comment I want to make after all this Brent Venables is my favorite coordinator ever at Oklahoma. I was heartbroken the day everybody ran him out of town. That's right, OU fans. Don't forget, you ran him out of town once. Yeah. Don't get mad at me for thinking he can't be a head coach after what we've seen. That's right. But there is no coach I've rooted for harder at Oklahoma than Venables. I want this to work. Bad. Brent Venables is a great guy. A, a great, great guy. Man. He's a great man. I'm praying this works. I want this to work so bad. But you can't be stupid at the same time. You have to judge what you've seen. Yeah. It's not working. Not Hopefully yet. he figures it out. Hopefully they figure it out. So I'll leave it at that and let's move on. Okay. Okay. Good. All okay. right. We're going to rapid fire the scores and the reactions to the scores this week um, as we kind of went a little long, but that's okay. Uh, we'll start with college, kind of keep that theme going. Uh, yeah, we're just going to rapid fire. I'm not going to talk about them all day long, but we'll give our thoughts. Texas A&M almost beats Alabama. Probably should have beat them. Should have beat them. 24 to 20, though. Bama survives. What was your big takeaway from this? Well, one? here's another example. You don't have your quarterback, and you're going to struggle. I, that's the number one team in the nation. They don't have a backup either. Now, put that in perspective. This is Alabama. Bryce Young is there. Who wants to go there? Nobody. They're not going to play. They know it. That's the that's the age of college football right now. Their guy is not very good. And if something happens, Bryce Young doesn't play this week, they're going to get their ass beat by Tennessee. They should have got beat to AM. The last play of the game, the play call, I don't know whether the quarterback screwed it up. I don't know. But that was a horrible, horrible play call. Yeah, they choked big time on that one. I don't like I said, I don't know if the coach uh, called a terrible play or the quarterback didn't execute whatever he called. Right. But that was awful. Um yeah. sure yeah, AM could have beat him for sure. Yeah. Uh, my only rebuttal is Alabama did win the two games. They did. One they was did. on the road, 28-23. Everything looked bad. And the quarterback no. broke an 80-yard run. I know. They have players we don't. He made a play. Yeah, he did. He can he did. make some oh, plays. Our quarterbacks can make no plays. That right. is what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that game wouldn't have been close if Bryce Young had played. Well, no, he's he's way better. He's way, way better. Right. Yeah, he's way better. All right, 
Let's move on. Georgia, 42 to 10. They kind of got back into it. What about Auburn? I mean, is that a, the next? Uh, good know, man. That's a good effort. Got them back going again. They're they're rolling again. Yeah, but I mean, Auburn's going to have a new coach, right? I think so. Yeah, it doesn't look like that doesn't look good. There's a lot of losses left for Auburn. Ohio State, 49-20 over Michigan State. What about Michigan State? I mean, they're awful. They're terrible. I've got them ranked as the, and they probably could even be higher, but I didn't have them ranked very high anyway. Fifth biggest disappointment of the season. Yeah, not good at all. Ohio State keeps rolling. We'll see if they can keep it up. They, now, they, I forgot they, to mention, uh, Texas A&M is the second biggest disappointment of the year. They're very disappointing as well. Yeah. Well, number one, obviously. Yeah, Auburn, very, very disappointing as well. Yeah, uh, Indiana covers 22.5 point favorite here, 31 to 10. Indiana fought them for a long time. Yeah, got right. That was a close game, and that's an indication they're pretty well coached. They could have tanked that game, didn't care, and they gave Michigan all they wanted. Yeah, JL mentions how much they paid uh, Michigan State's head coach, and, and Papa Dude has been ranting about that for weeks now. Yeah, oh, he did not agree with that. Talking about Mel Tucker. Yeah, one good year, you don't, you don't, you don't do that. You often wonder if Brent Venables wishes he was still in Clemson, South Carolina, and they were six and zero, and everybody loved him. Uh, Thirty-one to three, they beat Boston College, and this was a Clemson-like victory. I'd say down deep, he probably does wish he was there. He's probably making about two million at. Clemson, making about four times that that in Oklahoma, but uh, the Tigers are right where they want to be, six and zero. They're rolling, and they're getting better every week. All right, let's move on here. USC and Washington State. This was a really solid win, I thought, and you kind of mentioned it. Um, I was a little worried about the USC defense in this game. I thought Washington State could kind of test them. It wasn't any problem. Thirty to fourteen, easy win for the Trojans. I was impressed by both teams. Uh, first time I really got to watch USC much. I thought Washington State, they're better than I thought they were. They were that, good. Their defense is good. And that was a good win for the uh, Trojans, the big ones this week uh, at Utah. And uh, we'll see what happens. But, but USC's path to the, to the uh, playoffs is right there in front of them. I think they're going to make it, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I think they look really, really good. Really, do. they're solid. We'll get to the to the UCLA's uh, situation in a second, though. Uh, Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. When these two teams meet, it's always kind of insanity. It's a great mm -hmm. game, by the way. Texas Tech backup quarterback uh, puts up thirty-one on Oklahoma State. That's yep. a first-year coach. I want to point out at Texas Absolutely. Tech, and he's doing a hell of a job. And yeah. that kid is tough as a boot. He was Oklahoma State beat the snot out of him, and he hung in there. That's a good win for the Cowboys, and they're on their way maybe to the Big 12 championship. We'll it was see. a huge win for Oklahoma State because they looked like they could get upset, and they came back. And I I like this Oklahoma State team a lot. Yeah, they're solid. All right, move on. Tennessee and LSU. Tennessee, my goodness. They oh, went down there and stomped them. They uh, did. Super impressive. 40-13 to 13 all over the Tigers, and now Tennessee gets to host Alabama. That's right, in a huge game. Uh, what a performance down there. I mean, they throttled them. And and the thing about Tennessee that surprised me, defense. Their defense is pretty good. He's got them playing great. The quarterback's really playing well. They made LSU look bad. That was a huge win for them, and what a game that should be this week. I, I give them a chance. I do. I've got them as the third 
biggest surprise of the season. They could be number one for that. Did you ever think when uh, OU ran Josh Heupel out of town that he would now be having a much better program than OU? Probably not. No. I thought he – that's another story. But anyway, I'm so happy for him because he's one of my all-time favorites. Oh, me too. I'm a I am as a Tennessee supporter because of Josh Hyde. Me too. So, good job. Really excited for him. Um, hope hope they get it done, but uh, we'll see what happens there. Um, all right, Ole Miss and Vanderbilt. Uh, uh, they got behind early. Ole Miss got behind early, but came back yeah. and, and smoked them. They're behind 2017 at the half. Yeah, and came out and did what a great team does. I mean, what a really good team does. So they're they're very impressive, also. Yeah, um, Ole Miss not missing Jeff Levy calling the plays. Just point that out. Uh, UCLA forty two thirty two in a huge game, huge win for UCLA. Um, listen, that's two big wins in a row for them. Yeah. They're good. I, that was uh, that proved it to me. I didn't think they'd score forty two on Utah. No, they dominated this game. They really did. They were ahead the whole game, and they throttled them. That's a big win. I've got them as the number four surprise team. I'm, I'll go ahead and mention the other two because I don't think they're ranked. you got to have Kansas as the number one surprise. Yeah. And the other one is Illinois. They may be ranked. I don't know. I haven't looked at it. But they're five and one. Who would have thought Illinois would be five and one? So I got them one and two. And – uh UCLA's number four. Yeah, who's three? I have them in the top 25. Who's uh, three? Uh, three is Tennessee. Tennessee, their first part. Who's five? Well, we haven't got there yet. Okay. <laughs> All right. Big win. Uh, UCLA, USC. That's going to be, be a good game. game. Yep. Oregon uh, and Arizona. This didn't get wacky like we thought. Easy win yep. for the for the Ducks. That's a really good win for them. They're getting better every week. Also, suddenly the Pac-12's got three, and you can't throw Utah out yet. That conference is a little tougher than usual. Yeah, it, it looks to be top heavy, is what I'll call it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, South Carolina beats Kentucky twenty-four to fourteen. Kentucky was out was without their uh, quarterback, and that made a big difference. They they had trouble moving the ball. Yeah, they did. And again, they don't have that capable backup either. Uh, they couldn't throw it. Had to had to uh, rely on Rodriguez, and South Carolina had enough defense to shut him down. And I think they missed a field goal that killed him in that span there too. So a good win for South Carolina. They're now 4-2. and two. That surprised me. I didn't know they were quite that good. That's a good win for them. Kentucky's hopes went down the drain. Yeah, but Kentucky's having a nice little season there, and then that's pretty yeah. much over. They needed that one. Yeah. All right. Florida State, North Carolina State, North Carolina State wins it 19 to 17. Florida State going in to win the game through a pick in the last seconds of the game, even though they were in field goal range. Uh, I mean, I don't know that North Carolina State's quite as good as I thought they were. After no. Good bounce back for them. Yeah. Uh, man, that would have been a big win for Florida State. Big win. Yep. But they yep, didn't. It been. I think yep. they got Clemson this week, too. So yep. they're going for their third loss in a row, probably because it's in. Clemson, so I don't, I don't give much of a chance, but a good win for the. I well, think that game's in Florida State. I'm. I maybe. Ninety nine percent sure it is. Let me look that up real quick. Yeah, they host Clemson this weekend. Yeah, so, I don't think it matters. Uh, we said we thought Wake Forest would beat oh, Army a lot more than sixteen and a half. They did forty five to ten. I like this Wake Forest team. I do too. Very solid, well coached. You know. Yeah. Yep. You know Oklahoma should have more talent. Than Wake Forest, they beat us like a drum though. 
No, play. they totally would for yeah. sure. Notre Dame 28, BYU 20. This was a big win for the Irish. You better believe it. Talk about a good coaching job. They start 0-2, first-year coach, loses to Marshall, and they've won three in a row. And they beat a very good North Carolina team that beat Miami in the Orange – or not in the Orange Bowl, but in Miami. Mm -hmm. And now they come back and beat BYU. So – He's done a great job. He's got them turned around, and they're on their way. And, oh, yeah, USC's got to play them, too. That's right. Yeah, all of a sudden, that game that we didn't think would be that big of a deal for USC, it may be. Notre Dame's starting to get it going a little bit. Yep, they are. TCU and Kansas, game day was there. This was a hell of a game. End of the day, though, the Jayhawks do fall, 38-31. TCU gets a, gets a late touchdown and beats them. TCU now undefeated, and they will play Oklahoma State. They host them this weekend. Huge game. Uh, I wouldn't bet against them. They're my fifth surprise team, number five, TCU. I did yeah, not TCU. think they would be 5-0. and TCU has been very, very good this year so far. Uh, Kansas State, God. a team that OU could not stop, goes to Iowa State and scores 10, but they win it. 10-9, to Kansas State beats Iowa State. Yeah, they, they want to get the win, and they got it. How about these Iowa schools? Both Iowa and Iowa State are fantastic on defense and cannot score. It's unbelievable. It's like Iowa State has given up 10, 7, 10, 31. They did give up 31, 14, and 10, and they're 3 and 3. Yeah. And Iowa's even worse than that. Who'd they give so. up 31 to. Yeah. Who'd they give up 31 to? Uh, Baylor. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. 31 to Baylor. Yeah. Uh, oh, this was a big upset here. The Sun Devils upset the Huskies 45 to 38. You kind of said it. You watch Washington, you're like, I don't think they're as good as people think. No, but I thought they'd win. Yeah. Well, yes. I, you know, I know we're surprised by that. Yeah. So bye bye, Huskies. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately for our Arkansas listeners and family members, it wasn't pretty down in Sarkville. They're, they had a backup quarterback that was not very good either. Mississippi State, 40 to 17. Yeah, they weren't going in there with a backup and winning. And uh, Leach has got them playing well. I think they go to Kentucky this week. Watch yeah. out if Kentucky's quarterback is back. That will be a good game. Yeah, it'll be a good game. Uh, if the quarterback for Kentucky is out, I, I like Mississippi State again. Uh, okay. We'll see what happens. That's Maybe. Kind of, okay. Can they string together a couple of really nice wins? We'll see. Yeah. Cincinnati, man, this was a scare. They got behind. They, they were in a little bit of trouble. They do win it, though, 28-24. to 24. Uh, I mean, was the, were they just asleep? What is this Cincinnati team? I still don't know. I don't know either. I haven't seen them at all. I think it's a classic example of not being ready to play. And South Florida's played some teams fairly close. I think uh, Florida beat them by, what, one point or three? Mm -hmm. So they've got, got some players, and Cincinnati didn't show up. So that's basically where we're at. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Let's go quickly to the NFL. Real quick. Um, real quick. Let me go through our biggest disappointments. Okay. Oklahoma's one. A&M's two. I think we got to put Utah's number three because they were in the top 10. Mm -hmm. uh, Miami, pathetic, two and three. Michigan State, and then don't forget Wisconsin. They're down there as a big disappointment also. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I definitely like think Wisconsin, they seem like maybe they'll kind of turn it around. I don't know what was going on at Wisconsin. Something had to have been up. Yeah, so, right. you better believe it. 
Uh, all right. Uh, NFL, we'll rapid fire that. Real quick, Raiders or the Chiefs? Get ready to start in about 15 minutes. Who do you like tonight? How can that? The Chiefs just don't cover when you think they're going to, though. You know, that's the only thing. I think the Chiefs are going to – I think they'll cover. It's Monday night. It's at home. They're coming off a great game. I don't think the Raiders are real good. I think they cover tonight. I'm going Chiefs. I'm going with the Chiefs, too. I think they're going to cover that as well. Uh, Dennis says Chiefs win, Raiders cover. I mean – Okay. You know, Dennis, it's hard to say, oh, you're crazy, because that's kind of been a theme for the Chiefs. When they look like they're supposed to win and cover and look really good, they don't do it. So if they're focused, if the Chiefs team that played in Tampa shows up here, you're going to be wrong, Dennis. But how can you say that that team's going to show up for this game? Oh, you just don't know. Because you don't have any proof that they can can play well two weeks in a row. I mean – so we'll see, but I think the Chiefs are going to win and cover. So we'll see what happens. All right, uh, this game, twelve to nine. I mean, <laughs> okay, I'll ask you this: uh, Colts, Colts beat the Broncos twelve to nine. It was it was awful. It was just the worst thing you've ever watched. Bigger problem in Denver: Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett? Oh, flip a coin. <laughs> 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 Samich and I kind of had this argument. He said the coach, I said Wilson. So I think it's the player. I do. I, I, if I didn't choose, it would be the player. Yes. Yeah, I, I I get the either side of that argument. Um, and the thing is, they're losing close games, very low scoring games. If he was playing better, they should be scoring more points, and maybe the coaching wouldn't come into it as much. That's kind of my rebuttal was: if Wilson could make some basic plays, you probably wouldn't know that this guy's that bad of a coach. Yeah, exactly. But since he can't, it comes down to things like that, and it's it's a bad scene. I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I had a Aaron Mattingly. Uh, uh, he listens to the show sometimes and uh, lives in Denver. Big Denver fan. He's a Denver Bronco fan and an OU Sooner fan. So he's having a hell of a year. Oh, but, uh, oh, he's in bad shape. <laughs> he, said, he said, "What people don't realize, forget about Hackett and Wilson." He said, "This is what we've looked like for years, but we haven't been on television." He's probably like primetime television. He said, this yep. is nothing new for Denver. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. not- the Giants. How about this? They go over to London and they beat the Packers 27-22. Well, I'm shocked, but they deserved it. And they're pretty good. Yeah. They made a running game that's helping out the young quarterback who's playing pretty well now. They improved their offensive line. They did a lot of things to try to help him get some players around him. Their defense has always been okay. And it couldn't happen to a nicer team. Bye-bye, Green Bay. That was funny. I hate Green Bay. And because of their quarterback, I don't have anything against Green Bay's franchise, no. but I just I can't root for that guy. And so, you oh, know, He's kind of a weirdo. It was kind of funny. It was kind of funny. Uh, JL says, the lock for the night, Mahomes, three passing touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, he should. If he shows up and says he wants to play, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Jalen says, would you run the SGP Kelsey anytime touchdown and 80 plus receiving yards and a lair 50 plus rushing yards at plus 25? The running back would be my. Yes. Invitation. That's what I would be worried about. Uh, everything else probably looks pretty good. I think Kelsey's going to get a lot of work. Hilaire. I, I, I'm just not sure about, I'm not sure. You, you would think he would get it. But I don't know. They don't run the ball real well. I'm not sure they think he's their best back anymore either. That's kind of that, the 
True. They kind of rotate them in. So that'd be my one word. The other stuff I, I, I do kind of like there, uh, mm. Jesse. So, all right, let's move on. Uh, Steelers and the Bills. This was what we thought. Just domination. Yeah. Yeah. Buffalo is really good. They are good. I think they're the best team right now. Them in Kansas City, probably. Uh, Chargers and the Browns. Do you want to <laughs> rant about this for a minute? Chargers win 30 to 28. That's the good news. Well, we've talked about this Chargers coach and the, the, the gaff he pulled yesterday and got <laughs> away with it is unbelievable. If you didn't see it, they're up to with what about a minute 40 to go? Minute 14. Okay, minute 14, and the Browns are out of timeouts, and the Browns are led by Jacoby Brissett, okay? And they were on what, about the 45-yard line, I think? They're yeah. on 45. They're yeah. on 45. And it was fourth down and two. He went for it, and they didn't make it. So you give Cleveland the ball to where they need to make one first down to be in field goal range, which they did. They didn't get much more than that, and the kid missed a 54-yard field goal to win the game. He kicked it far enough, and it barely missed it. I would have fired the Chargers coach immediately. if they I were. feel like we fired this guy like eight times in two years. Idiot. He is an idiot. He gets him beat. I mean, that was just stupid, stupid. I feel like the Chargers should be just as good as Kansas City. Like, they've got the, the guys to be just as good. Oh, Maybe they can't beat them, but they're just as good as them. Oh, they're good. And the Chargers are a circus every week. They are. Well, last week they almost blew a game and lost to the Texans. Yeah. I mean, they're a circus. You go into Cleveland, they're offensively challenged, right? Mm -hmm. You scored 30. You should win by two touchdowns against Cleveland. Yep. Look at the score, and they should have lost. You go to Houston, you can't score, right? Yep. That's the way they are, and there's no reason for it. They have talent. It's all over the field. It's insane to watch this every week. It's yeah. insane. It, it, it's just it's crazy. It's and I crazy. love Herbert. I love to watch him play. Uh, oh, I do too. Justin Herbert's great to watch. JL said – Maybe the decision was right, but the call was terrible. No, 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 JL. No. Okay. Too big a risk. It's not worth it. Here's here's what I'll say. If Tom Brady's on the Browns, go for it. Well, yeah. If Aaron Rodgers on the Browns, go for it. If they've got, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes. Allen, you punt when you're playing the Browns. You have to. JL, had they lost that game? That's all you would have heard today. Yeah. That's all that would have been on ESPN all day long. This guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. This guy's an idiot. And they, were right. they would be right. Luckily, they won. But listen, I, I, seriously, you, I get it. Analytics and blah, blah, blah. You also oh. have to think about who you're playing. You have to. They had no timeouts. A quarterback that's not very good. You're going to punt them down to about the 10-yard line. Yeah. They're going to have to go a long way to, to beat you. And you know what? If your defense can't stop them, then you just get your ass beat. It's that. No. And it's not playing scared. It's playing stupid. Yes. Because that's how you're going to get beat, giving the Browns a ball at the 45 instead of their own 15. Let me – okay, JL. JL. Okay, let's look at some of the great – you think Belichick would have went for it there? No. You think Andy Reid would have went for it there? No. No. 
None of those guys would have went for None of them. They were playing a great quarterback, yes. but They can't even spell analytics. They don't know what that shit is because they don't look at it. The place dumb. I'll argue with you till I'm blue in the face on that one. Yeah. Uh, Jesse is right. Baltimore and Harbaugh does the same thing. I think yeah, he would have went for it. Yeah, he probably would have. Yeah. Yep. So, All right. Let's move on. Uh, well, let's see. Where are we at? Okay. Vikings 29, Bears 22. Bears made a run at this. They did. They played well. And another really good win for the Vikings. Look at their record. They're 4 and 1. Yeah. You know, they're playing well. Yeah, and that's that's where you're at. In general, you can't. To me, analytics can be used, but you you also have to bring in logic at some point, and that's that's just it. If I'm over there and it's like, okay, analytics say to go for it, blah blah blah, and it's like, well, Jacoby Brissett plays, so just kick it and it'll be fine. Yeah, you know? <laughs> JL, JL, listen. Okay, there's a big difference in Jacoby Brissett having to take you fifty-five yards. Instead yeah. of 10 yeah. to beat you. 55 to 10. I don't need analytics. <laughs> it's called math. Well, Dennis is saying math is why they went for it. So <laughs> we have a we have a a, a a clash of math on the show today. So no, it's anyway, go on. This is interesting here. Rob, I'm glad you brought this up. Both Clemson coordinators are are bad. <laughs> Because Virginia, I've watched Virginia a lot. Okay, hold on. I got an argument on that one, Rob. Oh, okay. The coordinator at Clemson right now looks really damn good. And you know why? They got players. Okay, but listen. Virginia is terrible. And they weren't last year. Correct? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Oklahoma is terrible. Are they? Were they good last year? Yeah. So okay, they both have underachieved. That's a good point. I, I'm sorry, Rob. I'm sorry, but you're <laughs> right. But Clemson does have better players than Virginia and Oklahoma. But you you make a very good point. So it was Dabble Sweeney then, wasn't it? Virginia is two and four. They've lost to Illinois, Syracuse, Duke, and Louisville. Yeah, that's bad. And their wins are Richmond and Old Dominion, and they only beat Old Dominion by two. Good point. Last year they went six and six. And they weren't bad, and they had a quarterback coming back that was pretty good. Yes, and he's played. He hasn't been hurt, anything like that. So it was the offensive coordinator. Very good point, Rob. I have to apologize to you. I'm kind of being a bastard to you, but there, that is a great point. And Dennis mentioned it earlier. Louisville's got a backup that can win. That's right. Very good point. And I've always said this. I think the coordinators get too much credit. I've always said this. Used to, you blame the head coach for everything. Yeah. And then somebody was stupid and named one guy an offensive coordinator, another one a defensive coordinator. And then I think the head coach then decided, okay, I'll do that. I'll take some of the heat off me. <laughs> so there's no doubt that you've got to have a head coach that is good. Right. So. No doubt. No doubt about it. Yep. They right. still run the show. You bet. Lions big, big and Patriots. What's that? Big win for the Patriots. Big win for the Patriots. Yeah. Big win for the Patriots. They beat the Lions. How about the Lions? Best offense in the NFL. Get yeah. shut out. Very, very good team. Very <laughs> joke. Yeah. This one hurt you. I know. You had the Seahawks plus five. Saints 39, Seahawks 32. 
I, I, you know, as I was telling you, if somebody, if you'd have told me Seattle's going to score 32, I'd say I got this one in the bag. They couldn't it's stop not, Taysom Hill. No, maybe, maybe not win, but I'm going to cover. Yeah. I'm going to, and it, look at that, give up 39. Ridiculous. They couldn't stop Taysom Hill. They were just no. running the, running like a quarterback draw with him or quarterback power and they couldn't stop him. Ridiculous. <laughs> it was crazy. It is. Dolphins in the Jets. Well, listen, at 40 to 17, you go, oh my God, what happened in this game? Well, Bridgewater gets hurt. Skylar Thompson comes in. We've seen Skylar Thompson play in person with Kansas State. He's not any good. He is just dominated. Yeah. And you know what? The Jets aren't bad. They're not too bad. Look at their record. They're getting better. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think I, I think I would, I think I took the Jets not to win. No, you did. Yeah, we both said the Jets would win. And I would have picked them to win if I'd known Bridgewater was going to get hurt. So, yeah, I don't know if that's that big an upset. It's not an upset when you know, you know, that they had their third string in. Absolutely. No, not at all. Buccaneers 21 to 15 over the Falcons. They got up 21 nothing. Falcons came back on them, almost beat them, kind of actually, if not for a horrific uh, roughing the passer call. The Falcons would have had the ball with a chance. Yeah. That, that was not a good call. What do you think about this Bucks team? I mean, they for a while they looked good, and then, whew. well, they dodged a bullet there. They needed a win. They got it. We'll see how they play this week. Um, they could get going. They they look like a train wreck though, but they're in a terrible division, yeah. and they should win that division. So, I think they'll make the playoffs. I don't think they're a contender. Yeah, Dennis is right. The Falcons are five and zero against the spread. Yeah, that's pretty, pretty, uh, pretty, pretty well. amazing. They really are. Yeah, they did cover Dennis. They're minus or plus nine, I think, in this game. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I mean this this Tom Brady thing. I mean it. That was, that was crazy, bad. and that happens a lot. And there's no arguing it. So yeah. it was it was terrible. Well, terrible. let me ask you this. Uh, oh, we don't have time. Did that? Guy, he got a penalty. That. Uh, um, Buffalo player got a penalty for hitting the Steelers quarterback on that slide, didn't they? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. right. Tennessee now back on top of this division that's not very good. They looked ugly, but they do win. I mean, are they the team to beat in that division now? Sure they are. They were from day one. I, I think they were after they got back to 500. It's like, yeah, they're probably- yeah, they're just one of those teams. They don't look impressive, but at the end of the year, they got 10 wins. So yeah. and they're probably going to do it again. Okay. Uh, all right. And, and just to that, the Jaguars get yeah. beat 13 to six at home to the Texans. That's bad. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's a, joke. a horrible loss. Yeah. How do you explain it? I mean, it's just they don't know how to win. No. Nope, they don't. Uh, 49ers beat uh, the Panthers 37 to 15. And the Panthers are without a coach now. As my, Well, they fired their head coach. Matt Rule is out. Where do you think he ends up? I mean, he's going back to college, you would think. Where do you think he's going? I don't know. We don't know who else going to be, where it's going to be available. Yeah. Uh, I don't know that he would take a shot at that Nebraska situation or not. He might. Wisconsin, maybe? Yeah, he'd fit there. That's a good Wisconsin. I don't think he'd go to Arizona State. I don't think he would. Uh, who else knows? Who knows what else might open up? Auburn. 
about Auburn? He might look at that. Auburn would be interesting. Yeah. Auburn's one of those situations, though. You recruit the same athletes as Georgia and Florida and Florida State and Alabama. And guess what? Alabama and Georgia's kicking their ass and recruiting right now. Oh, throwing Clemson too. Yeah. And that's hard, hard to get in there right now. Very rarely is Auburn good when Georgia, Clemson, and Alabama are. Well, I would not take the Auburn job ever because Alabama's in that state. That's you're not gonna be at Auburn very long. No, exactly. Every coach, even coaches that are really successful, they end up firing. So I would not take that job. No. Uh, Here's a good question. Are the commanders the worst team in the league? If not them, who do you think it is? Pretty close. They're, they're right there for sure. No one's playing any worse than they are. Uh, Let's see. Let's go through this. Just Houston, maybe. I think the Panthers might be. Yeah. The Panthers are inept. I would say Steelers. This this team right here, the Steelers. I think they're the worst. Bad. Yeah. They're right up there. They're top three or four, uh, I'd say. Panthers, they might be able to beat. Steelers, maybe. Um, Yeah. But all right. Let's keep on going. Rams get beat. Cowboys 22 to 10. Cowboys now four and one. They've won four in a row with Cooper Rush. Dak is coming back. Do you think that's going to be problematic? I don't think I would play him until Rush got beat. Why do you tamper with them? They got great chemistry going. That he's playing well. They're making plays. Their defense is really good. And no, I wouldn't. I wouldn't upset it. I'd say, hey, Dak, get good and healed up. We're going to need you down the stretch, probably. So, man, I don't know. It's tough. I'm with Dennis. I'm staying. I'm sticking with the hot hand. Yeah, he's playing great. And the team looks great. They're really playing solid. Now, I think the Rams have some issues offensively. They're not very good. Yeah. Two weeks in a row, they've got manhandled. Yeah. So, they, they've got offensive line problems. Yeah. So. All right. A couple more here. We'll get out of here before the kickoff of the game. Eagles and the Cardinals. Uh, Eagles win 20 to 17 Cardinals miss a field goal late had all kinds of stupid shit. They did late like always yep. uh, Eagles. Now they're still the only undefeated team now five and oh, but you know, when the Cardinals played some other teams that were really good, they kind of got blown out. This was close. Yeah. I, I don't know about these Eagles. I'm still thinking they're a little overrated. I think they are, but I'd also think it was a very good win for them. Yeah, I thought they might lose this one. I think they're just waiting to get beat. Russ is right. Their schedule is very easy. You know, the AFs or the NFC East is a combined 14 and 6. They have the best record of any division in football right the now. The poor Giants are 4 and 1 and and they can't even really enjoy it. No. <laughs> well, they got the Eagles 4 and 1 or 5 and 0, oh, and the Giants and Cowboys are both 4 and 1. They have three of the best records of anybody in the NFL. So, uh, we're going to save the Blues talk for Thursday. We'll do that on Thursday. That's right. Because we don't play till Saturday, I don't think. So. Isn't that dumb? It is dumb. I, I had to do a triple take. So so we'll probably play four games in five days, probably. Uh, That's I know. Never saw. All right, final one, Ravens 19, Bengals 17. The Ravens had to win this game, period. Yeah. Uh, they did it. It they wasn't did. very impressive. I don't know. I don't know if either one of these teams are really any good. Honestly. I don't think they're great, but I thought it was a very gutty win for them. Yeah. 
uh, Cincinnati scored late to take the lead, and these are games Baltimore loses, and they came back and pulled it out. So I think that's a really good win for them. The Bengals tried everything they could to run that clock down. They just had too much time on that last drive. They couldn't couldn't run off all the clock. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a kind of a fun game to watch. I just the Ravens they just seem like they're underachieving. They should be better than this. I feel like. And I think so I don't think they're great though. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think's the best? Do you think the Bills are the best team? Bills are the Chiefs. You know. Yeah. yeah. I think the. Uh, Overall, are the best team right now, and they play the Chiefs next week. Yeah, so that'll be that'll be a big game, three three o'clock. Uh, a couple of horse racing questions I'll answer before we go off the air. Rodney wants to know, and Rodney, <clears throat> you're his biggest fan, so it doesn't surprise me if we know if Jack Christopher's running in the sprint or the mile. I think I don't know the answer. I've heard the mile is where they're leaning. Um, I personally would run him in the sprint, but I think they're a little bit worried about. You know, Jackie's warrior, where if you run him in the mile, it's like, yeah, he should, he's probably better than the rest of those. So not, not sure. We'll see. We'll see on that. But I've heard mile is where they're leaning at this moment. So, uh, and then Dennis asked, uh, how many Breeders' Cup winners, uh, did we see last weekend? Um, Nest is one. And if not Nest, it'll be Malathot. So still one. Um, Cave Rock, two. We probably, yeah, I'm not gonna say that actually. Um, sprint the juvenile turf sprint winner, maybe I don't know who it's gonna be, but probably ran last weekend. I, I'll say three. Nest ain't losing, Nest is not losing. Oh, shit. we're now I can't, we're like goddess. Pending. Best source we've got, but I don't know what's coming over. So it depends on what, what Euros come over, but she was great. Um, she will destroy all of our American horses. Yeah, I would say three, but that's it's hard. That's a hard question without really thinking, but I, I think three. Uh, you know what? That's not great. I don't think Jackie's Warrior can beat Jack Chris, Christopher. I think Jack Christopher will beat him. Yeah, I agree. I agree. He's starting to show a little age. Yeah, yeah. He should have won that last race. Cody's wish is good, but he, he still should have won it. Um, yeah. I I would I'd put Jack Christopher uh, six furlongs. He's gonna be tough. Listen, this this Forte horse, he ran great. He's the prettiest horse I've seen on a screen in a long time. I, I cannot wait to see him in person. He is good. Yeah, he he is beautiful. Now I think Cave Rock will beat him, but who's got yeah. him? Who's got Forte? Uh Pletcher. Pletcher. Yeah. He's he's man, he's he's beautiful. Big, big time horse or big, big built horse. So um, yeah, Loggins, Dennis. I thought Loggins probably ran the better of the two races. That's just a really, really tough trip for a horse that's young making first stakes race. And you bet that horse uh, Forte had experience. Forte it's had experience, and he probably much I hate to say it. Forte probably should have came down. And I, I made a lot of money on Forte, but I don't know. Um, explain the Breeders' Cup location, rotation, if there is one. There really isn't a rotation. Um, it's just kind of every year it gets awarded somewhere different. So 
Keeneland got it this year because they had it in 2020 and with COVID, nobody could come. So they got it back very quickly. Uh, you can usually count on Keeneland, Churchill, Santa Anita, or Del Mar having it. So that's that. All right. You got anything else? Uh, No, unless you want a question. Give me one. It's going to be hey. quick. This is a goofy one. This is for Dennis. Oh, for Dennis. Oh, I my God. I like this. If you could have one cartoon character oh, <laughs> be God. your best friend, who would it be? <laughs> I'm sure Dennis watches cartoons. He should have this one. He should nail this one. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, thank you, Marla. That's very, very nice. I'm, I'm And I'm happy. I'm happy. That, uh, yeah, thank everyone. you very much. Yeah, really appreciate that. Okay, Dennis, one cartoon character to be your best friend. Can I answer it too, or just Dennis? Oh no, no, it's it's for both of you. I, and I meant that in all love for Dennis. I wasn't oh, out of it. I just figured he was he liked cartoons. <laughs> Foghorn Leghorn. Oh, that's a good one. Oh yeah, <laughs> this is pretty good, Jace. <laughs> good one, Tom and Jerry. I like that. No, not me. Um. I, I got one. Go, go ahead. ahead. No, no, you're first. You're not thinking. I'm not thinking. Uh, I thought you'd get mine. Um. Well, I, 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 I don't know. I, I'm not a cartoon fan at all. Captain Crunch? There you go. <laughs> probably, uh, I'd probably say maybe Cash. Elmer Fudd, I thought about that one, Jesse. Um, Woody Woodpecker would be mine. Woody would be great, yeah. I love Woody. Woody's funny. Yeah, Woody Woodpecker would be mine. I'm going Bugs Bunny. Oh, Bugs Bunny would be good. Yeah, I, I, he's a smart ass. I think he'd be kind of cool to have. So. Yeah. Uh, like, the Roadrunner would be funny, too. I like the Roadrunner, but I like Coyote better. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sorry for him. <laughs> A foghorn leghorn is fantastic. That is really good. That is funny. Elmer Fudd's kind of funny too. Yeah, he's good. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Bugs Bunny. Boo Boo Bear. Oh my God. Yes. Oh, buddy Boo Boo. <laughs> I like Boo Boo Bear. He's too goofy. He's, <laughs> he's docile. You know what? I never did like Mickey Mouse. No. Piss on Mickey Mouse. I don't like Mickey Mouse. Bug Bunny, he's just, he would be, he'd be funny. You never know what old Bugs is going to do. No. Same with Woody Woodpecker. He's funny. He's really good. Uh, I always loved Donald Duck. Yeah, he's cool. <laughs> what about Goofy? No, that's what he is. He's just Goofy. Yeah, but he'd be fun to have around. Friend, you could push him around. Yeah, exactly. You can get him to do anything for you. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he'd be pretty good. He'd get him to do and, anything. And after all, that's why we have friends, right? To get him to do anything. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Barney Rubble on the Flintstones. You could get Barney to do anything. Barney. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. SpongeBob. Nah, I piss on SpongeBob. Uh, he's kind of funny. He's funny, but he's kind of, I don't know. He's kind of mean. I don't like him. Yosemite oh. Sam. Is he the one that says suffering? No. <laughs> That's not him, is it? No. Oh, that's Sylvester the cat, isn't it? Yeah. Fuck a dash, yeah. 
Yeah, well, there you go. SpongeBob for Dennis too. So okay, that's a terrible. I don't know. I always thought he was kind of a jerk. Is he not? I never watch it that much. I haven't watched it that much either. Uh, what about Popeye? Well, I was going to say Popeye. Uh, you'd have to eat spinach if you're around him. Yeah. Daffy Duck's pretty good. Daffy Duck. I like Daffy Duck. You know, Daffy and Bugs and, and Yosemite Sam, Foghorn, they were all Looney Tunes. Yep. And they were so, oh, that was. How about Bullwinkle? He's pretty good. Bullwinkle, yes, yes. <laughs> He's yes. one you can make him do anything. Rob, yeah. I thought that was <laughs> Rob had to pause the show, and he's talking about uh, he's talking about horses still. And he's going to give a big surprise when that comment pops up when he's watching live, and it's <laughs> and we're talking about cartoon characters. We're we're way gone, way gone, Russ. Oh, Rob, Looney Tunes, yes, that's the real cartoons. They really are good. They really are. Meg from Hercules. <laughs> I don't know that one. What uh, underdog? He was pretty cool. Underdog, yeah, he's all right. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> underdog, yeah, underdog's kind of. Um, I have no fear. Underdog is here. Yeah, he's kind of egotistical. <laughs> I don't like him. Oh God. What about? Did anybody say Bullwinkle, Rocky and Bull? I did. Oh, you did. Yeah, oh. he's kind of goofy though. Yeah. Yeah. Rocket. Homer Simpson. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're getting into that, I would want to hang out with the South Park guys. So, yeah, I don't classify those as cartoons, really. No, I don't either. <laughs> those are sitcoms. But definitely Butters. That would be who I'd want to be a friend with. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Good question. Yeah. Uh, what about Deputy Dog? I hear women find him very sexy. Really, Deputy Dog? Yeah, I remember him a little bit. Not, not much. Pinky in the brain. That reminds me of like Ren and Stimpy too. Like, those are not real. How about Beavis and Butthead? Beavis and Butthead. <laughs> okay. No, that's not. That's not what the. Point no, is. I know those are. No. No. Um, I would be friends with either one of them anyway. No, they're idiots. Yeah. Okay, that's one, it. One quickie. Oh gosh! All right. Like two seconds. Okay. If you were going to go on a diet, what food would be the hardest for you to give up? Uh, pizza. Can you not eat pizza when I guess you can't when you're on a diet? Can you? Well, I don't know. Like, what's what's an example of something else? Like, okay, when I. Went on a diet one time. The most I had trouble with was chips. Well, know? that'd be, yeah. I got you. I can't give up chips. I just couldn't yeah. do it. Sweets, I don't have a problem with. I can give those up. Because yeah. I like them. Yeah. Based on what I did, this was serious, what I would do. I went on that Slim Fast diet back when Slim Fast was big. I don't even know if they still make it now. And you could eat 12 potato chips a day. 12. So I'd go get the potato chip bag and pull the 12 biggest chips out of the bag and then slice them up into fours to where now you're eating like 48 instead of 12. You know what's weird? Not weird, but kind of a, just kind of funny is Jason and I talked about this. You may not remember it, but I, I cut chips out uh, and it really didn't bother me. Really? Uh, yeah. Not, I'm not saying I never have them, but I don't have them very you often. You don't eat them anymore. Mm-mm. Wow. We talked about that at Saratoga, Jason. You probably don't remember. I can't do that. I 
Now, I've got to where I eat sun chips. Yeah. A lot of people don't like sun chips. No. And uh, I've got to where I eat those some because they're better for you. Uh, give me a bag of potato chips, I'm in heaven. So. Yeah, but it's food I just could not live without is pizza. I, I love it. You, you like it that well? I didn't know you did. Couldn't live without it. I thought you would have said a hamburger. Well, maybe, but yeah. Yeah. Well, that's all I eat. I eat chicken strips, pizza, and hamburgers. That's it. Yeah, that's what you live on. So right. So can't but I can eat candy bars. That doesn't bother me. Ice cream does I can give it up. Yeah, I don't eat a lot of that. Mm -mm. Anything chocolate, I can I can give it up. Now cookies struggle a little bit. Yep. Oh, cool ranch Doritos are amazing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Oh, Hard with the crack. I wouldn't know about that. Are you telling me? Oh wow, the Raiders have taken the lead six to nothing in Kansas City. All right, we gotta go. All right. If, okay, write down this uh, next week. If you had your favorite potato chip, what kind? And also what kind of soda? Okay, yep. Next week. Next week. Favorite potato chip, favorite chip. Are we gonna say chip or potato chip? Either one. Doesn't matter. No, I just say chip because that can be anything. And soda. Yep. Right. Got it. All right, Dennis. We got it. We're gonna do it. Ooh, tacos. Yeah, I like tacos. We're we're very uh, funny in this house. We we do tacos on Tuesday. That's <laughs> right. All right, we're gonna get out of here, guys. As right. always, thank you, and a special thank you this weekend or this week, this Monday, I should say, this show for letting us rant uh, for the first thirty minutes of the show on OU. Hopefully, you didn't hate it. Um, but uh, we had to get that out, and I, I wanted that out on the internet for people to, to see. So, <laughs> all right, guys, get out. We'll see you Thursday. What is this dude to bet sports? Dude to bet sports, it's your favorite show. Dude to bet sports, where degenerates go. Dude to bet sports, time to change your approach with Aaron Holderman and his father, the coach. Let's ride. Well, the associated press is full of shit.